This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, you can't tell it's a penis until you get closer to it. Valor Ant and the Mites of the Roundtable. My ex-girlfriend, Flugelhorn. Disappointing boobs. Same with flugelhorn. <laughs> Peach is a unisex butt. Valor, instinct, and flebulon. I don't watch the nudes. Thou shalt not remove the postal system from its moorings. Sick dick pics. Oh, wait, those are wieners on your face. April is blank. He's somewhere in the farties. Tuba, the big ass brass. A rental mental. Tom's tech time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Nickelodeon knows that sometimes you just have to change your socks, your haircut. Your underwear. Activate Pac-Man. Ladies, we heard you. This is the morning stream. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the morning stream for April 15th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Dibbett. Good morning. Hello. Is it weird that we're halfway through the month? Is that weird? It's a little weird. Uh, halfway through the week and halfway through the month. It does feel weird. It's it's. Uh, I was noticing today we've got a, a big calendar in our kitchen that we write down like, all right, well, we got to get together with the Masons this weekend and mm-hmm. we got to go, you know, have dinner with the, the Soviets on Saturday night and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And uh, the entire month of April is just blank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know this it feeling. It's completely blank. I, actually, I take that back. We had a uh, game day planned with the uh, uh, with the Moors, with Nikki and Clark. Yeah. And um, new. Nope, not going to happen. Do it on the nope. internet. Just have a little game day on the internet with them. With it's, the... it's funny we say you say that. We actually did last night. Did uh, we, the, these are the two that we usually do puzzle pint with, right? Mm, the right. Um, monthly puzzle thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, puzzle pint put their games online so you could download them and print them, basically PDFs. And uh, so we just did that. We did that over over Zoom with them. Nice. Aren't you yeah. glad that the uh, the Chicago thing happened right before all this went down? Aren't you glad? Yes, I'm so glad. Because then it's you got funny. to go. Well, it's funny you bring that up because mm. um, maybe that leads right into this. Because uh, yeah. at that Chicago thing, I met Stephanie and Kyle. Yeah. The Nortons yeah, uh, from Madison, Wisconsin. Crazy about and, Spider-Man um, and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Spider-Man mermaid uh, creators. Sure. Um, she sent me something that says, if possible. Wrong boop, camera. Boop, there, you go. Boop, boop, there we go. If possible, open during TMS. Oh, we should open this then. Because this is so I've not, this is brand new. I've not opened this uh, <clears throat> envelope, so I will pull the tab on it right now. Okay. Releasing the spores of anthrax <laughs> into the air in my. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. There's something that says "gift package one of two on the on the back. All right. And on the front. Yeah. Oh, this is awesome! Oh my god. All right, it is a drawing of uh, yours truly as Spider as uh, what? the Into the Spider Verse Peter Parker. You're having a you're having senses there, Spider uh, Spider senses right then. I'm having spider senses and a photobomb face. That's amazing. And uh, who drew it? Who drew that? That was drawn by Stephanie. That's a Stephanie, Stephanie in our chat room. It is fantastic. It is so well done, Stephanie. That's amazing. 
I didn't know you could is do she that. In, is she even in the chat room? I don't even know if she's in the chat room today. I don't know, but that's really good. That is really, really good. Oh yeah, this is going. Uh, this is going up on the. That's, this is going up on the. That's legit. The right. Hey yep. Stephanie, I'll be waiting for my Mad Max Fury Road uh, portrait coming. <laughs> I'm sure that's. It just got lost in the mail. I'm sure, it's no big deal. It's all right. Yeah, no you know, I think that's only for people who went to Chicago. Scott. Oh, I see. Only. I see. <laughs> hmm. Puzzle. My pint is very puzzled now. No, that's amazing. That's so cool. That's really nice artwork. I really, I didn't really know we well had another amazing artist in our midst. That's incredible. It's very good. We have uh, we have many. It's great. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She's, She'll hear this eventually. And <laughs> yeah, she's usually in the chat. I don't see her in here today. Usually she is. Yeah. yeah. She's right. going to come in late and be like, hey, everybody, what's up? Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was package one of two. So what does that mean? Where's the other package? Where is it? Um, the other package might be the Spider-Man thing, which just arrived. The, the mask that she made, which might have oh, arrived I see. Um, sooner. I see. Well, you can never tell with the mail now. That'd be my that'd be my guess. What or you, maybe you're two of two. Oh, I Possibly doubt it. Possibly you're two of two. I doubt it. Hey, what do you, do you, uh, what do you think of the idea, this concept mm -hmm. that USPS may not be around much longer? Mm. What do you think of that? I I would be surprised. Mm. Um, I think that um, it would be nice not to get as much crap in the mail as I do, the the junk mail stuff. But what? So, you know, all of a sudden, Stephanie has to pay $8 to <laughs> mail this from uh, Wisconsin via UPS or FedEx or something. Well, I agree. I, I think we need the mail system, but there's a yeah. lot of rumblings going on about chopping it off. I could see um, I could see them reducing service to maybe four days a week as opposed to six, but yeah, maybe that's the way to do it. I don't know if that I don't know if that I mean that cuts costs obviously in the form of of sadly you know uh, paid hours for postal employees. But right, the thing is know. they need the they need the junk mail because the junk mm -hmm. mail is a huge part of the revenue. So right, right, yeah. Um, I I don't know I don't know how to feel about it. Uh, is it so someone says they'd have to rewrite the constitution to do it but what where is it in the constitution that says thou shalt not remove the postal service <laughs> from its moorings at any That's time right. ever does it say that we will there? we will view the postal service from such great heights yeah. um, amendment two. <laughs> uh yeah there was a thing in 04 i don't remember what it was but something in the bush administration they did something to the usps that that hobbled it real bad and i don't remember what the deal was i am no expert on constitutional law by any stretch so i don't know what the deal is but all this talk of no postal service is just a weird it's a weird it conversation really we're having yeah. it's weird some people are saying it's a way of uh suppressing mail-in votes you know because oh, uh, is that why well of course that orange, in, orange in chief wants to not uh have you know potential all these people signing all these extra votes that you know aren't supposed to be voting i guess so Oh yeah, they had to prepay all the retirement money. That's what that thing in 04 was. Mm. Some something passed by the Bush admin, okay. but but yeah, like wow. uh, if we're gonna get, you know, if there's meant to be more mail in, ooh, so it's just a political thing we're doing. That's all this is right now. That's is that all anything is? Yeah, is that all know. it is? I don't is? know how accurate that is, but it certainly has the rumblings of that. So it's all that's all life is now. Everything's just a political right. fight. Yeah, everything's just one one left or right. Great. Conservative or liberal. Wonderful. Democrat or Republican. Wonderful. Never the twain shall meet. Yeah. yeah. You know what's not in the Constitution? Parties. What's that? Parties. We don't need them. We don't need right. political parties. It's not right. in the Constitution. Right. We made it up. We made that shit up. 
Let's change mm-hmm. that because what are they even anymore? What the hell are mm-hmm. they? I can't. Oh, okay, don't get me started. <laughs> hey, Brian, you like Let's Vegas? Talk about something more fun, but like Vegas. Vegas yeah. is a great thing to talk about. You love yeah. Vegas. Vegas is a thing Brian likes. I like Vegas. Vegas is cool. We all love mm-hmm. Vegas. Uh, we got a question from Trey Lawrence, which he asked a question, which feels like a question almost out of time because Trey, I hope you're not planning on going now, but. Uh, when you do go, he says this. Hey, Scott, wanted to get yours and maybe Brian's opinion or suggestions. I, th- I would put it the other way, mostly Brian's because he knows all the places. <laughs> the wife and I are thinking about going to Vegas for the first time once all this coronavirus stuff is over. Wanted to get your suggestion on where to stay uh, as first timers or in general. So Ooh. for somebody who's going for the very first time, Brian, and you want them very to have the time. best possible experience, where do you tell them to go Man, to stay? If you want them to to really appreciate the second time they go, you send them to Circus Circus for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we, if we if we didn't like you so much, I know right That's where right. we'd send you. Exactly. Right, exactly. No, so um, uh, it's funny. I chatted with him over Twitter a little bit, and, um, and and you know, as much as Twitter allows you to respond to these things in a couple hundred characters, but um, top pick, Cosmopolitan. Yeah. If you're going there, if you're staying there, Cosmopolitan's got uh, got some of the best restaurants on the Strip or at the Cosmo. Um, the quirky design, the decor of that place is great. It's a little on the on the higher pricier side, like. You're 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 gonna pay a little bit more for a room there, but you're probably, if you do it right, you're gonna get a terrace suite, which means that you can step out onto the balcony and look out over the strip or mm-hmm. um, the Bellagio fountains, depending on what side of the hotel you're on. You'll get a beautiful view. Um, it's uh, it, it, you know all things, all things equal, prices, etc. Uh, that would be my first recommended place. If that one's a little too pricey, then I would say next level down would be um, Mandalay Bay because you've got the greatest pool area in in Vegas, in my opinion. Mandalay Bay is very nice that way. Mandalay Bay is nice in general, yeah. Mm-hmm. It um, is. but yeah, it's I'm not, so far I agree south, with you. So, so far. you're going to be paying you're going to be paying to go other places, but there are a lot of great restaurants there. So you could just go to Mandalay Bay and stay. But your first time in Vegas, you're going to want to be center strip, so you can. Go check out the Bellagio fountains. Go up and see the the um, volcano thing erupt at the Mirage. Go over, walk through uh, uh, the Venetian and see the canals. Go over to uh, Pinball Hall, Hall of Fame. Like the, all these different things. And if you're center strip, that's kind of the best place to be on your first. Your first. Completely uh, your first agree. Trip. That whole zone right yeah. there is just rad. Yeah. Just a great place to be. Uh, I like, I I don't know why I like it because it's not that great anymore and it's sort of dirty now and it's not that big a deal anymore, but I still Mm -hmm. really like going to the Luxor. I like hanging out in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Luxor has gone through such a great, well, it's gone through a de-theming, which is unfortunate because it doesn't have as much of the cool Egyptian. There used to be a, uh, a river that went around the inside perimeter of the pyramid and took you through like. You know, here's the sarcophagus of Tutankhamun, and da 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 da, and mm-hmm. it was like you know all goofy and chintzy and stuff. Sure. And uh, and they got rid of that. They got rid of that, unfortunately. But there's still enough in there that's that's cool. And they've cleaned it up. So yeah, it's nice. I like it. It's not bad at all. And the rooms are cool. Yeah. I like the rooms. They're neat. They have the weird. The rooms slanted are cool. Thing. If you get one of those pyramid rooms, though, and this happened to me all the time, uh, you forget how sharp of an angle that window is and so you go to look out the window and you're like all right well i can't get i can't get a whole lot closer uh because of the angle of that window and you still go yeah, <laughs> and yeah. hit your head on because like oh i guess 
it's uh, further back than I thought. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a weird thing, but I like it in there. I don't know what it is. There's just something yeah. about it. The fact that they even did it or tried to do it or said, you know what, to be cool, a yeah. pyramid building. I've always and re- you've got the esports there, right there. You know, like you can go and watch ninja play Fortnite or something sure uh, sure <laughs> on occasion that's what <laughs> <laughs> on the rare occasion that ninja's playing Fortnite at the luxor esports that's true or you just watch a stream which is pretty much all he does is play Fortnite. <laughs> right exactly. uh or that new valorant game which okay can i say something real quick valorant sure. looks really neat it's riot's new shooter it looks cool i like what they're doing okay. it seems all right seems fun seems rad that is the dumbest name for a video game. Valorant. It really is. Valorant because uh I hate it. Is it is it spelled like Valor Ant? Yeah, Valor Ant, like the most the most uh the 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 bravest ant in the land, you know? Like <laughs> not to be confused with the instinct ant or the uh uh what's the other what's the other faction in Pokemon Go? Oh, uh the <laughs> Valor uh, uh, the, instinct and uh, uh, what is it? You should Flebulon. know that. I don't know Fleb- that. Flebulon. Flebulon. That's it. Flebulon. Flebulon. <laughs> yeah. So. Mystic. Mystic. There, there it is. Mystic Ant and Instinct Ant and Valorant. Yeah. Those are what all my my uh, my mother's sisters, I call them each one of those. <laughs> um, That's funny. Yeah, I've never. I, I This is the first I've heard of Valorant. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's a uh, shooter and it's uh, kind of a weird combo of like, imagine if. Counter Strike and Overwatch had a baby. That's kind of what it mm-hmm. is. Okay. And that sounds weird yeah, on it paper, very, but very much looks like uh, Overwatch. The screenshots and stuff. Yeah, it kind of depends on what part you're playing. Like the abilities are very Overwatch. The mm-hmm. the moment to moment gunplay though feels like Counter Strike. It's it's very weird. Mm-hmm. You don't look down your sights like Call of Duty style. You just sort of you know shoot without shoot just with a reticule, which is a lot like Overwatch. Anyway, it's it's a it's weird. Okay. Uh, but cool. It seems cool. And Riot's making like three games right now that are all coming out pretty quick, and they all seem neat. But their names are terrible. Le- the other <laughs> one is the other one's their card game, Legends of Runeterra. It sucks. It's, oh no, really? Yeah. Jeez. It sucks. Is it? Uh, it's a great is it game. Like Hearthstone, basically. Yeah, like, is it? <laughs> it's a Hearthstone kind of game. I mean, it's a card game, but it's uh-huh. it's and it's very cool. I played it in the beta and really liked it. I think people are going to really dig that thing, and it's going to be a gigantic hit. But it's a dumb name. <laughs> so, uh, what all, you know, Hearthstone is, at least has like this cool connected tissue to War, Warcraft. It's like, oh yeah, the Hearthstone. It teleports right. me back to my home. And, and I'm in a, ta- like, I feel like I'm in a tavern and I'm playing with these cards on this cool little wooden table. And yeah, but Rune Terra, like, what is that? A mobile game I got advertised to on a, f- that sounds terrible. <laughs> Hey, I uh, got another. Oh, yeah. So there's your recommendations there. Uh, yeah. Another quick note. A good friend of the program. We'll probably reiterate it when Nicole's on. But happy birthday to Mark Spagnolo today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Turn Get the- another tattoo today. That's or right. I guess since those are probably closed, draw yourself another one with a Sharpie. That's right. Give yourself a splinter because you're all into the wood and whatnot there. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Anyway, happy birthday. Don't know how old he is. I think he's in his, uh, his farties yeah. some, somewhere. Somewhere in mid, the f- probably early to mid forties. Yep, somewhere in the forties. So enjoy that, that time. Uh, that varnish keeps you looking young. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting a little grayer, which I like to see. He used to be this handsome little Italian guy. Now he's getting, you know, he's getting, the, right, getting yes. the age marks. Anyway, good job, Mark. Well done. And uh, also, we have a listener in the thick of it, meaning in the thick of the pandemic, who would like to let us know how things are going. So we got this from 
Logan, pronounced, oh, I'm sorry, Logoan. Logoan, Logoan. Logoan, Logoan. Anyway, says this, hey, stick and ball. Uh, You're a ball, I'm a stick. (laughs) Says, I'm answering the call for COVID recovery stories. My mom, who now lives with us, is going through deep chemotherapy and uh, is is immunocompromised. Uh, Well, she picked it up in mid-March, and as I am her caregiver, I got it as well about a week after she did. Mm. We're both fine now. Our cases were mild, being only sick for about 10 to 12 days each. Still pretty long. (laughs) Only for 10 to 12 days. Still pretty long, man. Uh, We're still under quarantine for another week or so. In total, we can't leave the house. uh, In total, we can't leave the house for a month. Interestingly, the oddest part of our sickness were our senses of smell and taste. Everything else, or everything smelled terrible, and everything was too salty or tasted off. Uh, the oh, world, wow. the world will write itself in time. Hang in there, guys. Love the show, though. Logan and Logan and Logo Ann from Columbus, Ohio. All right, so <clears throat> I heard this too, but the way I heard it is, you lost your sense of smell and taste. Um, Interesting. The basketball player here that was the, the big dummy that was wiping yeah. all over the microphones. <laughs> yeah. He claimed he couldn't taste or, or smell anything for like a week, and uh, oh, wow. that was weird. Like, that's whoa. crazy yeah. i guess would you rather have uh no <laughs> sense of smell and taste or everything tastes terrible and everything smells terrible <laughs> um i don't know because either way it's messing with your your nutrition yeah. uh you know it, it, you need to be eating and need to be eating well during this time mm-hmm. and so anything that that messes with those senses those all have to do with eating you would uh, those are right. that just seems bad Either way, yeah, either but way. I, pro- I, would, yeah. I would probably rather lose the sense <laughs> than have everything I would too, taste. Then everything smells bad, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and if it and if everything just was too salty or tasted off, that's weird. That's I mean, weird. we're all living in our houses. Uh, some of us without toilet paper. How can you tell then if you have the virus if everything smells bad anyway? Right, right. <laughs> How do you even know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Daryl, I guess. Right, open a window in this place. <laughs> as soon as we ended uh, Trekner yesterday, Daryl uh, started coming down with something. I don't think it's what I don't think it's the virus, but he's got something no. going on. Yeah. So that's fun for him. And then he spent last night trying to convince me about all the symptoms, and I'm like, no, <laughs> Daryl. I think I have the flu. I've got the flu. See, and I said, so I don't the, have a fever. He has this chart. All right, and this chart's fine. Here, I'll show the chat mm-hmm. here real quick. Yeah. It's a Something, little, something that uh, somebody created on BuzzFeed, I'm sure. Maybe. It says CDC, but I don't know if they actually made it. Um, yeah. It says here, signs and symptoms. Is it cold or is it flu? And then it has a bunch of these things. Fever, aches, chills, fatigue, weakness, sneezing, chest con- discomfort, uh, stuffy nose, sore throat, headache. And then they have a cold and a flu column. And in those columns, it says whether it's gradual, rare, slight, uncommon, common, usual, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. None of them say always, which is my whole point. Right. You can get right. the flu and have nothing but a fever like I did a year and a half ago. <laughs> none and of them say always and none of them say never. Yeah, so no. really <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty scattershot. You could have you could have any of those and it's still you don't know if it's a cold or a flu for sure. Right. So Daryl, you're gonna be great. We know you're gonna be fine. I hope it's mm-hmm. not the thing. And he hasn't been out, so unless he was incubating fourteen years or fourteen years, fourteen days ago, uh, hopefully he'll be okay. I think uh, I think somebody licked uh, the DoorDash guy licked his KFC before he handed it to him. Mm. Oh, KFC! Ugh. I'm trying to think <laughs> of something worse to eat during the shutdown. <laughs> right, especially if you're low on toilet paper. I can't think KFC of should worse. be the last thing you do. We had we had bulgogi beef last night. Mm. Ooh, bulgogi beef. Yeah, yeah. We went to when we went to the Asian market some weeks ago. We made sure to buy this big bottle of 
bulgogi sauce, which mm-hmm. all you got to do is put it on any kind of meat. Right. Instant Korean barbecue, it's basically. A, it's, it's true, and it's so yeah. good. I was dying. <laughs> oh, it was so good. So I'm going to start pouring that on every piece of meat I ever eat again. Every, <laughs> every piece of meat I put in my mouth is going to be dipped in that sauce. That's how it's going to be. Nice. That sounds nice. wrong. I shouldn't have said it that. We way. actually we uh, we did takeout Tuesday and we did uh, Panera. Oh, nice. How? Oh, do you do it on just is Tuesdays your day? Is that how you do it? Tuesdays is yeah we do Tuesdays and then we do a day on the weekend where we get something like a pizza or or something delivered. But um, takeout Tuesdays this hashtag takeout Tuesday to help keep the uh, the restaurants uh, going. Although we really should have done a an independent restaurant, probably not Panera because Panera. Probably is not in any danger of going away. No, I think they're going to be just but fine. Neither of us were like, ah, not really in the mood for fun, not really in the mood for uh, uh, Asian food. Let's go Panera. How about, Plus, s- how about Southern food? Are you into that? I like Southern food, yeah. Good news. Everybody's favorite Southern food is here now. His name is Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian Dunaway. Southern food, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. I'm very Southern food. I am fried, crispy, extra, whatever. <laughs> extra fat. Yeah. What's the last, what's the most recent thing you've had that was deep fried and breaded? Believe it or not. Okay, so that's a tough question. Breakfast. So, I had deep fried so bacon and eggs. <laughs> I, I very rarely eat anything fried. And if I do, is something like Kentucky Fried Chicken KFC. Ugh. And I will... I will take all the skin off, so I just eat the chicken on the inside, mm. which is hilarious because I always go. They always ask me, "Do you want that original or extra crispy?" And I always go, "Extra crispy." It doesn't matter. I'm throwing it all away anyway. <laughs> Does your it's uh, like your, it's like your gray, uh, green M M&M, and your brown M M&M and M's in the writer basically. It's right, just right, so that right. You can tell them to do something Didn't and make sure. <laughs> Does your lady? Does your lady friend, lady partner say? Uh, take take the skin off, or it gets the hose again. Like how wh- how does it work when you're taking the skin off? Is it like do you do you do it like I, I ritualistic? Usually, I usually eat I usually eat in the bathroom when no one can see. Okay, me, so <laughs> I, I can't really say. Eating KFC on the shitter, I like it. All right. right, it's like I'm just gonna I'm gonna be in here for a minute. Yeah, leave me alone. Is that a cookie? Yeah, watch TV, kids. Uh, That's fine. Papa's got a brand new bag. All right, we got a uh, we got a caller on the line. Let's find out who's been waiting so patiently. Hello, who's this? Uh, hi, this is Talia. Are you aware of dongs? Yeah, we're aware of dongs. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have had <clears throat> we have had some experience with dongs, and uh, uh, once in a while, <laughs> sometimes we How even are get your toes. Scott? Yeah, my toes are fine. They like to be sucked on. Turns out, suck my toe. Oh my gosh, what have I walked into today? That's uh, a old chat room roulette business we're playing here. Hey, anyway, Talia, it's good to have you here. Uh, Talia is going to compete in today's contest, which means, uh, oh, hi, well, Talia. I guess we're going to compete, but she's going to try to win something, and Brian is going to help her understand what it is and how it works. Brian? That's right, Scott. I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic, and they're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Talia, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you're playing for a couple more Steam games that you might or might not ever accept from me. We'll see. We'll see if we'll just add them to the stack of ones that you haven't collected yet. Uh, <laughs> we've got uh, Resident Evil HD Remaster. Now, this Ooh. is not Resident Evil Zero HD. This is just regular Resident Evil HD Remaster. But so still. It's yeah. still the remastered first game. And Strider, 
Uh, big thanks to Wesley for Resident Evil and Rydog for Strider. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, Strider's cool. Actually, all that's cool. Yeah. I would like these it games. Is cool. They're very Strider's good. Strider's the, the um, side-scroller, right? Like the side-scroller uh, platform e- jumper. Yeah, from, I, believe, yeah. I believe you're correct, ba- sir. Back in the day, it was an arcade game forever. It was, ago. yeah. And then this is like that. a brand new version of that. It's like a new take on like it. the sword swish you know you'd see the little swish marks yeah it was a swish it was a swish swish because he'd swish the sword <laughs> All swish right. nice prizes i like it it's good it's a not a swipe not a swish but a swish yep. there you go uh all right so you guys need a topic and this one comes to us from tap tap percussion uh chris uh, goes by riddler in chat <laughs> Uh, let's see. Even though you're the cover master, Scott and Brian Dunaway seem to also have an appreciation for music. So keeping that in mind, there have been many different iterations of the modern symphony orchestra instrumentation. Oh, uh, we want you to name the woodwind, brass and string instruments that are used in a modern orchestra. Uh, no percussion because there, that can change so drastically that there's so much variation we're not going to worry about percussion so just okay. know that there are drums okay that's all all right so there's drums there's right drums there are drums well, also that question off, was kind of a little more clarification also leaving off keyboards as many of these are very esoteric and not known to the general public as well so woodwind brass and strings the instruments that are that are uh, part of a modern orchestra okay all right i kind of <laughs> like this one because it's Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay. I'll try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll give this a All try. Right. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, Talia, <laughs> now that you've heard the topic and their relative uh, certainty about their, their skills, their certain set of skills on this topic, uh, who do you want to go first and who do you think is going to win? Mm, that's a tough one. <laughs> mm, I don't think anyone's going to win. Mm, <laughs> so, um, mm. who, will least, who will least lose, I guess, is what we're looking for. <laughs> I'm going to go, let's just say Dunaway will win. Yeah. And okay. Johnson starts. All right. Johnson All right. starts. Let's, Johnson. Yeah. I love I love that. I love when people call me Johnson. All right. Okay. Um, Scott, begin. Uh, okay. Let's start with a flute. The flutes, yes. Um, uh, the woodwinds. Uh, these players also double and play piccolo and alto flute, but flutes is all we need. Okay. And we are officially off to the races. Weirdo flutes. This is interesting because I had an interesting conversation to me last night with my significant other, which we had talked about, who I was hiding in the toilet yeah. eating my KFC. <laughs> but we was talking about we was talking about uh, musical instruments and and past boyfriends and girlfriends. And I don't know how we, know how we got on the subject, but I was like, yeah, yeah I always yeah, find I always find someone who is able to play certain musical instruments more attractive than other people, like. Like, no offense to anyone who plays the guitar. It's like, I'm like, I'm just not attracted to those people. I don't find that. Oh, I like, see. Sexy. That's interesting. Yeah. But, but, but I said, but I, but I said, I did know a girl who played a cello, which is what I'm going to say for my, um, my first answer on the modern symphony. Okay. That's a great choice. The cello and under, uh, under the string instruments. Mm-hmm. Very good. Something about a string instrument seemed to, to like really, uh, resonate with me emotionally yeah you know in in movies uh the the hot love interest of the main character always plays a string instrument if they're in right, an orchestra right, right? right. you know it's sure. <laughs> exactly that's the thing <laughs> that is the thing yes okay um all right oh boy plus she can keep her uh, gun in her uh in her <laughs> cello case 
<laughs> Let's say a um, clarinet. Clarinet. Okay. Clarinet's a thing you could say. Okay. Clarinet. Uh, and there are multiple clarinets. All I okay. need is clarinets. Okay. But uh, there are multiple. So the E flat clarinet, the alto clarinet, and various bass clarinets. But they all fall under the heading of clarinet. Knew a girl in high school named Clarinet, and uh, her parents literally named her after their favorite because her mom was like in the Salt Lake City, whatever orchestra thing, uh-huh. and uh, they named her Clarinet. But she 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 demanded people called her Claire, and if you ever said her full name, she was super pissed at you in high school. <laughs> she hated being okay, named so after that. Got off mule. Yeah. Um. Anyway. I'm going to go with what my uh, my significant other said. She said that she always found the violin uh, very attractive, mm. also a string instrument. Sex and violins. Interesting. So Scott stays mm. in the woodwinds. Brian stays in the strings. The violin, definitely part of the uh, modern orchestra. Hmm. Uh, I said cello already. Cello is a weird word, right? Because it's like mm-hmm. C-E-L-L-O. There's always room for cello in the modern orchestra. C-E-L-L-O. Cello. Let's put some trumpet in there. Is there a trumpet? Sure. Let's put some trumpet in there. Let's put a little trumpet there. That goes Absolutely, yeah. Variants include the flugelhorn and the cornet, but trumpets is all we need. Oh, interesting. I did not know any girls in high school named Flugelhorn. That would have been good. Oh, really? Flugelhorn. No, no yeah. Flugelhorns. Now we've <laughs> moved into the brass section. All right. So, yeah. So, well, if we're going to go into the uh, to the brass section, we might as well try to remember the last time I've... I've went to some local stuff, and we have a small orchestra in that. And I kind of know what some of the people are playing. Um... And so I'm going to go with the tuba. Ah, tuba. That was my the next one. Big ass brass. The big tuba, ass absolutely. Brass. The big <laughs> ass brass. Um, absolutely, the tuba. Boom, boom, boom. All right. The tuba. Uh, there's something called the. I hope this isn't the same thing. <laughs> now that it just it just hit me that maybe this is the same instrument with a different name, but I've okay. I've heard of the bassoon. Bassoon. You're a bassoon. Bassoon, absolutely one of the woodwinds. Uh, very different from any of the other woodwinds we've named. So okay, good. You're safe with the bassoon. <laughs> the bassoon. All right. Uh, and I always am going to go back to the string instruments. Once again, not as sexy, but kind of cool. And if you don't have a percussion, you're probably going to have that bass in there. Yeah, right. That's right. It's, uh, technically called the double bass, but the uh, the bass is uh, is one of those. I, uh, sometimes an upright bass, uh, probably not an electronic bass in a no, or electric bass in a uh, modern <laughs> orchestra, but uh, upright bass or double bass for sure. Um, can't believe you cut us off to the legs of the percussions because whew. I know. Well, they didn't. I just don't want you to say timpani. Yeah, nobody right. nobody wants to say timpani. Um. Unless you're a timpani symphony. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go with the... Um, uh, I don't know if it's in it. Uh, I don't know. It's more jazz thing. But how about trombone? Trombone in there? And trombones. There's 76 of them in there, as a oh, matter of fact. 76 oh, trombones. Really? Uh, <laughs> no, that's based <laughs> yes. on a song. There's no such thing. It as... is based on a song. Okay. Yes, the trombone's part of the brass section. And... Uh, yeah, uh, that's my brass. Right. So that one goes. That's what uh, um, uh, Riker, Will Reich- Riker, played the trombone, trombone in Star Trek. He did. Yeah. He certainly did. Yeah. All right, There's Brian. a couple of them I keep thinking of. I'm just like, 
Would they be there? I don't recognize any of them. But I don't listen to a lot of bigger orchestras. Not recently, anyway. Mm. Oh. There's always, like, special guests backed up by an orchestra. Right. And I'm thinking, right. I'm thinking... All right, I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with the instrument I played mm, okay. in the marching band. Uh, I'm going to go with the saxophone. Saxophone. Uh, Brian dips his toe into the woodwind area. Yeah, uh, they're only used in specific situations, but they do appear in modern orchestra from Damn, time to time. So. I thought maybe that was my win. Nope, okay. saxophones indeed are uh, in modern orchestras. Who was that guy that was always on Letterman? Uh, uh, not this. Clarence Clemens, was it? No, no, was you're, no, like part of the part of the Letterman band. No, no, the... no. He was a regular. No, he would come in all the oh, time. Oh, David Sanborn. David Sanborn. Oh. Yeah, I, used I to thought be... you were thinking of uh, Bill Clinton. I used to be. <laughs> I don't think he did it on. I think he only did that on uh... Arsenio Hall. Yeah, Arsenio <laughs> Hall. <laughs> right. What happened to that? No, show? David Jeez. Sanborn was great, man. Um, all right, uh, what have we not done here? Um, crap. I know. Got, so I'm thinking, I'm it's funny. I think you've got now. you've got two instruments left in each section. Really? Wind, brass, and strings. Yes. Yeah, Holy crap! Yeah. I already did bassoon, right? Yeah. Um, no, you didn't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um. Really? That's all we're down to. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have one in my head, but I think it's part of percussion. It's part of okay. drums, but I don't know for sure. Sure. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> All right, this might be Talia's win. Um, tambourine, Mr. Tambourine Man. Mr. Tambourine. Uh, no, you don't Damn have Stevie Nicks uh, performing the Aww. tambourine and as part of your orchestra. Ever really? That would be, that would be uh, if it were, it'd be part of the percussion. But I don't think I've ever seen a tambourine <laughs> in an orchestra. Dang I would it. love to see one though. That oh, Dex Tomato says yes, you do. You do see it. Well, okay, but how about we are including some, uh, uh, we aren't including percussion anyway. What would have been uh, your last? Uh, oh, well, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna him and haw and and say cowbell because I I was out of things too. <laughs> <laughs> also, also uh, percussion, percussion as well. Absolutely, uh, yeah. but so hold on, tambour. Someone says tambourine isn't there. You do have a, I mean, it is percussion, so it wouldn't have won it's anyway. Percussion, but, so it wouldn't have won it. But, uh, but they would, you would more like have uh, like Riddler. A, like, Riddler, who actually came up with this uh, quiz, uh, says, "Yeah, absolutely, percussion." And you do see him in some uh, some modern orchestras. Okay, so. I can see hmm. I, I, that. That, they, that I rang... just get picture like you know you've got all these people yeah. dressed in suits, and then you've got someone whacking their pants with it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Freaking. Now I got a question. Was was piano yes. part of it? Because I I seen it. Well, we said at the beginning no keyboards. So oh, okay. piano would I'm normally be part, part of it, but uh, keyboards. That's, that's um, a good point. No, you should have said piano. I kept Brian. thinking of electric keyboards when you. When you this is keyboard. one of those that turned out to be about order again. She picked the right order, and that's how. Yeah, that's yeah. why Brian Absolutely. won. Here, here are the other ones you could have said. By the way, the oboe, the English horn, the French horn, the baritone oh. or euphonium, yeah. the viola, yeah. and the harp. Oh, I should have said Viola, like Viola the Davis. Harp. Yeah. Ah, yeah. what was I thinking? The harp, dude. Freaking harp's also a sexy string instrument. Is it though? Is it? it to me, it is. <laughs> to you, it is. It turns you on. 
All right, here's this. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Congratulations, Talia. You won these games. They're very good games, and uh, I'm happy you won. They're I, the very best games. Yeah, they're uh, good games. They're the best you can expect. How, how do you believe feel? Me, believe me, I know these games. They're the very best games. <laughs> they're the best games. Uh, do you feel, you feel good about your win today? How do you feel? I feel a little good, but I also would argue that a saxophone is not a part of a regular modern orchestra. But yeah. that's oh. oh, but you won. Don't argue that. Yeah, hey, you I won. Take, it, take it up with Riddler in the chat room. Yeah, he's your, he's your guy. Yeah, give him crap. Uh, well done, though. All you got to do is uh, email Brian uh, Coverville at gmail.com. He will hook you up. Congratulations. I will. All you have again. to do is email me. Let's see if you do it this time. <laughs> oh, he, did she not do it last time or something? She uh, she had the games uh, that we wanted to give her before, yeah. and I said, okay, well, here's a couple other options. Do you want those? And I never heard back. Oh, you never those. heard back. <laughs> you, might, yeah. you might not. So I, I don't think she liked those, but she'll like these. Resident Evil and Strider are fantastic. Yeah, so. they are good. I'm in the middle of playing Resident Evil 3 right now on stream, and it's killing me. It's just yeah. murdering my soul. Uh, Brian Dunaway, always a pleasure. Uh, this weekend, <clears throat> he and I and uh, Brian, the other Brian here, <laughs> and uh, and Randy will be getting together for another episode of Film Sack. Can't remember what we we're doing. Do some Space Jam. Oh, Space Jam. That's right. Space Jam. We're jamming in the space. My first time ever watching Space Jam. It'll be my third, I think, and uh, right. it has lots of there's lots to say about this weird animation live action combo from the 90s that's still for a lot of 90s kids it is like their favorite thing ever oh yeah and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that and everything else to deal with it and uh that'll be this weekend on film sack brian dunaway all right well off to the toilet eat my kfc all right, see you guys enjoy. later all right double down bye all right <laughs> get it because they have the double down get it get they have it. the double down right yes the the Sandwich between two big pieces of chicken. Let's see if this does a harpsichord count as keyboard. It does, doesn't it? Harpsichord. I wouldn't have. Um, because that's keys. It would count it? as a keyboard. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I don't know how frequently those are in. I think probably it are. It depends right? on the need, right? Like if you got a yeah. pit orchestra that's doing a uh, a play, then mm. maybe they'll need it for stuff. <laughs> What's a laser harp? <laughs> the wraith in the chat says laser harp <laughs> laser harp i love the sound of that that yeah. sounds so cool imagine is what uh, lurch used to play right on uh, the adams family yeah that whole thing yeah yeah uh but a laser harp is a cool idea for like a futuristic thing where the the lines of the you know the, I the think, chorus i think we've seen it we have to have seen it in is um, that a thing i think it's absolutely a thing it might even be real oh what um like as far as a real instrument, not just a sci-fi instrument. Oh my gosh, you're I've right. Seen. Look at this. Yeah. Electronic music user interface with lighting, with laser lighting. Mm -hmm. So you trip the and lasers. Basically, because you block the light, and that triggers the the photocell. To, I've never heard of that. That's so cool. Oh, look Cat at this. Kevin just put a video of somebody playing the Tetris theme on a laser harp in the chat room. That is rad. Look at this. Midrin, you thinking about the theremin? It's a little like theremin, kind of, because you're just working of, with air. Right? I would assume this DJ that I'm looking at right here would, the lower you go, the different pitch you'd get. Like, I assume that mm -hmm. that's the way it works, but that's neato. Didn't mm. know that was a thing. Had no idea. Cool. That's rad. Oh, Jean-Michel Jarre plays the laser harp. Of course he does. Freaking weirdo. <laughs> He's so weird. I forgot I haven't heard that name in about 20 years. <laughs> Jean-Michel Jarre. Yeah. I used to kind of be into that stuff back in the day. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, we are at what time? Oh, we definitely have time for news. Let's do it. For some news. Here it comes. Time for the news brought to you by. Today's episode is sponsored by There Will Be Dungeons Teas from Phoenix Pearl Tea. To celebrate 100 episodes and two years of great shows, we're offering 20% off any There Will Be Dungeons Teas with the promo code TWBD100. That's TWBD100. Uh, just use that code at checkout. Go to Phoenix Pearl Tea, phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD to check it out. Phoenix. I like it. Phoenix Pearl Tea. That's, uh, that's the one. Hey, uh, we're going to start today's stories with an Indiana man. Uh, Brian, what's his power? We haven't done that in a while. Indiana oh, man. Oh, God. What does Boy, he do? Indiana man. Yeah. Uh, able to determine who's a Muncie girl or not. Excelsior. A Muncie girl. She's no. a Muncie girl. We're from, uh, wait, Letterman's from, Letterman's yeah, he's from, from Muncie. Indiana. From Gary. Isn't Gary, from... Indiana. Yeah. 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 That's right. And he went to Ball State. Anyway, okay. <clears throat> I don't know why I know that. I used to watch a lot of Letterman, if you can, if you can tell. Uh, Indiana yeah. man waiting for his $1,700 stimulus payment sees millions of dollars in his bank account instead. Okay. Ooh, that sounds all right. Yeah. Do you hear they got delayed? Did you hear why they got delayed? I didn't hear. I thought they were appearing in people's bank accounts this week. Well, they're at least days delayed for a reason that I'm oh, not going to really? bring up here because someone will email me and say, you're biased, and I don't want to deal with it right now. <laughs> but there's a reason, and I'll tell you off air. Yeah, a couple of people in our chat room have gotten theirs. Oh, have they? Have you already gotten them? Does it have... Oh, J.C. Calhoun says, uh, nope, he's from Indianapolis. Oh, is he? he? Ball State in Muncie. So Ball State's in Muncie, and he went to, he grew up uh, in Indianapolis, not in Gary. Oh, that's right. Yeah, physical checks have been delayed, not transfers. Yeah, I didn't didn't mean transfers, because there's a reason that the physical ones, because there's a physical reason, and when you hear why, you're going to be annoyed. Here, I'm just going to tell you in in Discord. Yeah, I I want to bring it up. Are you going to tell me in chat? Yeah. Uh, hold on. There. Enjoy that. Oh, no, because of the, like, the, so is that from chicken grease that, uh, fing, you know, finger licking chicken grease that's, like, made the, the checks un- unusable? Yeah, that's it. That's it right there. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Huh. That's <laughs> so obnoxious. All right. Um, Indiana man waiting Jeez. for his check. Sees millions instead. First federal stimulus payments are on the way to Americans, and one in northwest Indiana uh, got quite the shock when he went to his ATM this weekend. That's mm-hmm. the ATM. That's automatic teller machine, not ATM machine, just to clear that up. <laughs> that's right. Yes, exactly. And he didn't Did he use, put in his PIN number? He didn't use his PIN number he, okay. for his ATM machine. <laughs> uh, Charles Calvin is a volunteer firefighter in New Chicago, Indiana. That's a cool name for a town in Indiana, New Chicago. Mm-hmm. New Chicago. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Um, (laughs) Because the old Chicago just has pizza. Yeah. Well, wings. Lasagna pizza is what they do. And 100 different types of beer. (laughs) And the the bears. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Unbeknownst to him, he received his first payment uh, from the federal government. However, it was not what he was expecting. He went in there. He withdrew 200 out of his account and looked at the available balance in the account. His account had $8.2 million in it. It was supposed to be uh, $1,700. Not wow. believing what he was seeing, he ran his card again and got the same thing. On Monday morning, Calvin called his bank, and they said, 
Uh, they didn't see the amount in his checking account anymore. However, they did note that his $1,700 stimulus payment was deposited. Now the firefighters left wondering if there's some sort of fluke and if taxpayers are receiving way more than they should. Uh, quote, it kind of sucks, he says. You could go from being a millionaire one second back to being broke again. But hey, once you're poor, you don't have anywhere else to go but up. Wow. Hey, poor, you don't have to be poor. Oh, yeah, you're back uh, to yeah, being you're poor. Yeah, you're back to being poor. You don't have to be poor. <laughs> any- oh, shit, you're poor again. So, I mean, obviously, law-abiding citizens like us. Oh, I would have called. We'd see in. that, and we'd immediately be like, "Oh, yeah, sorry, there's a mistake." Yeah, because what there else are you going to do? There'd be a moment that we're tempted to say, "Yeah, could you transfer that really quickly? I'm going to give you another bank account number. I'd like you to transfer that for me." What if you get to just take like ten grand out, knowing that the re- knowing that they're going to find their mistake, right? So you just do the ten. Yeah, and but they're they, going to know they're they're going to find their mistake, and they're not going to say, "Well, it's about eight million. Yeah. Just pull out eight million. And <laughs> we won't worry about we won't worry about the uh, the exact number." Because at that point, ten grand is pennies, man. It's nothing. It's like right compared right. to eight point whatever million. It's nothing. If they catch their mistake, they will catch the number and and pull that, but try to pull that much back out of it. Uh. <laughs> have you ever had a major bank error in your favor before? I never have. Only a monopoly. Oh, yeah. That'll and that only gives me, I think, 20 bucks. Well, in real life banking, it's always errors on, errors to my dis. Yes, of course. It doesn't help me when these errors happen, is what happens. But I would love it. No one ever deposits money in my bank by mistake. Never. Never happens. Yeah. Oh, no. No, no, no. 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 That's just life. Uh, social media data is suggesting that COVID 19 isolation is inspiring more nudes. Oh, good. Uh, pictures or it didn't happen. Pictures. I want proof. Literally pictures. That's what they're talking about here. So mm-hmm. that's good. To, mm-hmm. That's good for you to know that. Um, Sick dick pics. <laughs> uh, you had your chance, America. Already weeks into mandatory social distancing via home quarantine with more unscheduled time on your collective hands than ever before. You could have written more poems, painted more masterpieces, or invented apps to save the world. Instead, according to a new study, you so far managed to increase... The use of eggplant and peach emojis while ramping up the proliferation of nude photos across social media. Nice. Uh, new data provided via press reports from private social media management firm Koros, I guess I said, shows that tech-savvy singles are tweeting the terms nudes and dick pics along with the term coronavirus. Why can't nudes just work for both? Can't you do that? <laughs> right, yeah, I would think exactly. Just yeah. We don't need the other one. It's fine. Um, and coronavirus appears in tweets before the virus was a national crisis. Let's see here. Idols ham. Blah, blah. Okay. Along uh, similar, if more artistic lines, use of the peach and eggplant emojis, common symbolic representations of female and male genitalia, respectively. Mm, mm. I didn't know the peach was that. I thought it was a butt. I really I didn't thought know. I thought a uh, peach was a butt, too. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, the, the eggplant's pretty obvious, but I thought the peach was just a unisex butt. Yeah. And also... I have to agree with the chat room. Mm-hmm. Wieners are weird. They're gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one yeah, nobody, asks for those. Nobody, no woman is saying, boy, I sure would like to see a picture of a wiener right now. Yeah. I mean, someone probably does, but very few. Very few. Very yes. few. Very, very few of you are sitting around going, you know what I could use right now? A mm-hmm. big ding dong right in my eyeballs. <laughs> um, right. Anyway. Right. Let's see. Um, oh, it says uh, con- um, th- these these two uh, emojis continue to rise in April with the peach seeing its free uh, sorry its tree shaking at least forty six percent higher than usual. 
Mm. Oh, somebody just sent me one, actually. Look at this. Oh, oh never mind. My my Pokemon Go Plus just caught a uh, Squirtle. I oh. thought that was a, uh, nice. a dick pic. I never did hear back from the naked lady in Canada that sent me those new, uh, that nude email. That was oh. back when you used emails for that. Yes, right. Never heard back. <laughs> back when, <laughs> I met... back when we used to send news via email, <laughs> we had to wait till we got to our computers to look at them. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't we that long ago. We could look but... at them on the phone, on the bus, or on the subway. We had to wait till we got home and opened up our Gmail account. <laughs> Double clicked the image. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's. A final story for you. Okay. So Utah mother. So, Utah connection. Yeah. Oh, I should probably play that. I have it now. Let's yeah. do it. Here we yeah. go. Utah connection. Utah connection. It's kind of a weird one. It's also wiener related. Utah mother is uh, selling social distancing penis face masks and has raised $56,000 for charity so far. Um. Nice. Anyway, uh, when people tell Utah mother Mindy Vincent that her face mask had penises on it, she says, uh, uh, let's see. Oh, she says, I, kind, I kindly let them know uh, that this is how I determine they are too close and to kindly back the F up. <laughs> That's right. Because the penises are small enough that you can't tell that they're penises unless you're within the six foot distance. Yeah, you got to get in there to see the detail and go, oh, wait, those are all wieners on your face. Yeah, uh, I like the, the fact that they... Uh, <laughs> The photos on KUTV uh-huh. kind of crop it in a way that you really can't tell their penises. Yeah, I mean, it's... you could kind of you could say, "Oh, that might be the end of a, a dog bone, uh-huh. like a cartoon mm-hmm. <laughs> dog bone." And yeah. there's a rocket ship taking off because I see the uh, <laughs> the yeah. fire coming out of the back end of it. Channel, Channel Two is trying to keep out of the con. Oh, there! If you click it, you get the big version of it. There yeah, it yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's nice how these are. Um, you know, we got full representation yeah. of all different kinds and yeah. sizes and colors, yeah. and a bunch of flowers around them. Yeah, because yeah, that's how I associate wieners. There's flowers around. Yeah, them. yep. Yeah, man wieners. That's right. Anyway, she's making a butt ton of money. Um, <laughs> she's she's not the 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 masks themselves are selling for twenty bucks. It's all going. I to just charity. like your choice of words. <laughs> I know. Uh, they also have designs featuring flying penises, breasts, and vaginas. So that's a penis variant where they're flying. Oh, good. Um, oh, yeah, look at that. It looks like uh, looks like my old uh, screensaver. <laughs> mm. Yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah, look at that. It's like the third or fourth picture if you if you click through. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, it is like yeah. an old, it's like the old toaster yeah. thing. It's after dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here, chat, you can briefly oh, look at the it. Oh, there's the boobs. There it is. Uh, now, the boobs are really, you know, for as much detail and work as she put into the penises, <laughs> the boobs are pretty disappointing. <laughs> pretty disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> like no color, no shading. It's a nice no, design uh, from a stand. If you pull back, though, I, I can see the aesthetic. It's it's meant yeah. to be like simple line, you know, multi- fill the page kind of thing. It's, wow, it's, she did go all out on the vaginas, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, vaginas are all out. I'm not putting I that mean, one. That's up. that's one that you could actually have as a tablecloth. Yeah, and. 90% of your your extended family would not know what those are pictures of. Especially the blue ones. Are those like... Yeah, it's just like a cold, cold vagina. Yeah, or like a, a Avatar vagina or something. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Smurf. Oh, oh that's what uh, Smurfette. Oh, Smurfette. Like. She doesn't wear pants, so there you have it. 
All right, uh, that's it for today's news. We'll uh, save this other story for tomorrow. We are going to take a break, a musical break. When we come back, Tom will be here with a little bit of tech news. We'll be uh, talking to Nicole about recommendals and uh, stuff like that. So stick around. Let's do a song first. What do you got? Well, I've got something that comes out on Friday, a brand new album called The Remains of Sunday, put together by Alec Lytle and Them Rounders. Um, He's going to be doing a live stream with the full band performing songs from the album also on Friday at 5 p.m. on YouTube. So uh, Alec Lytle, A-L-E-C-L-Y-T-L-E, and them rounders, you can find them on YouTube and check them out and watch this live stream as he releases the album. We have an advance of one of the songs you're going to hear on this album. By the way, in finding these guys, I also found that they do a great cover of the Talking Heads' This Must Be the Place. So Mm. fantastic discovery courtesy of uh, The Syndicate. Uh, Big thanks to Ariel at The Syndicate for letting me know about this. Here is the song The Mountain from the upcoming album The Remains of Sunday by Alec Lytle and Them Rounders. Left Turner County Road A few miles into the redwood groves A little house behind the stream they built a swing up in the western trees come down somehow they moved on the mountain That he was dark and cruel The trees are strong in the ridge above She wouldn't try She couldn't pull her love back
Hey, you guys. This episode's sponsored by Blue Chew. Remember the days when you were ready to go? Remember that? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. Great. Now, um, are you excited for the Black People Friday shopping? <laughs> Let's play Pac-Man. This is the morning stream. No touching of butts allowed. No butt touching. Oh, hello. <clears throat> that was muted. Oh, oh hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. It was all Once again, uh, back, back announce Alex Lytle of Them Rounders with The Mountain from their upcoming album, The Remains of Sunday. It was really good. I liked it a lot. Very Mumford and Sunsy. Oh, yeah. Sunsy. Yeah, that's a way to look at it. Reminds me yeah. of that, um, never remember the name of the guy, but did that song in the intro of that movie you saw when you came out to Utah that time. We watched, uh, was it Heavy Fighting Metal? Oh, what was it? Steel, Real Steel. Real Steel, and they had that great song at the beginning, and I never remember the name of it or the name of the guy yeah. who sings it, but every time I hear it, I love it, and it reminded me of that. Anyway, oh, yeah. it's good stuff. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's now... Uh, continue ever forward. Okay. And get our good pal Tom Meriden here. Because going back would mean we'd have to bring Brian Dunaway back. We'd have to ask that orchestra question again. We'd have to talk about nudes and yeah, dick I don't want, pics and all I don't that want stuff. to do we any of that. We don't, don't want, want any of that. No, I don't want any of that in my life. Not from here on forward. That's for sure. Whoops, I called Dunaway again. <laughs> Hold on. You did call Brian Dunaway back. Yep. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Dang it. All right. Sorry, I think I, I think I confused you. I think you I think I actually did it as you were saying it, and I chose his name based on that. All right, let's play a little of this. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man with his from the side camera. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why suddenly it went side camera. Sad camera is Tom Merritt, everybody. Uh, Ace Detect is here. He's here. He's in the house. And we're in his house now in a way that we're not usually. Oh, there he is. That's the face we're ah, used to. there we go. Uh, Otherwise, we see the stolen Van Gogh painting on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Plus, now I have to talk backwards so we can go back in time. It's, uh, <laughs> That's right. Oh, so confusing. Tom heard shelter <laughs> in place, and he 
ran off to the Louvre and grabbed a painting. Right. Um, there was the Louvre, but okay. That's fine. Yeah, either I, way. I meant to run to the Louvre, and I ended up in the Louvre. <laughs> the Louvre. Um, hey, Did you show so, me where the Louvre is? It's, uh, it's very good to have you here, of course, as always. Uh, I like Wednesdays partly because you're on them, and uh, you're all on the Wednesdays. Uh, it's all about the Wednesdays. Exactly. Uh, you know, we can, we can pr- pretend it's t- uh, 2019 today. We've got two phone announcements. Uh, yesterday, Whoa. OnePlus announced their new uh, OnePlus 8 and OnePlus 8 Pro phones. Very nice phones. Very expensive for OnePlus. Very cheap for phones of this caliber. Mm. Uh, you know, 120 hertz display. Uh, one and 1.7 Sony camera sensor. Really, really nice phones starting at $699 for the OnePlus 8. Uh, and, Why don't they uh, just call it the 9? <laughs> You know, you make that joke every time. And the then they try to satisfy you by coming out with the 8 when you said that about OnePlus 7. And yeah. now you're just saying they should. Just call it the 9. Uh, uh, so we got that. And then uh, Apple dropped uh, the iPhone SE today. Uh, oh. That is basically the iPhone 8 with better internals. So it's 4.7-inch screen, kind of the same design as the iPhone 8, has Touch ID, which is great if you're wearing cloth covering over your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's inside, it's got the A13 Bionic chip. That's the same one in the iPhone 11. And oh. a 12-megapixel camera lens on the back, which is a nicer camera than you would have had in the iPhone 8. Yeah, that's true. So size-wise, it looks like it's the slimmer, uh, more more of the 10R11 size, right? It looks like to me. No, it's the iPhone 8. That's why I kept saying iPhone 8 so many times. So it's yeah, the same well, size as the iPhone 8. So it's literally same that cam- size. But same, same camera and all that stuff too, right? It's different the- different camera. Uh, it's a slightly upgraded camera, but the big update is is the Bionic chip, the it's A13 the, the chip. Okay. I guess it's the angle oh. on this shot because they have a picture of it and it looks thinner the way they've turned it. It looks like yeah, that fun. happens to me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go to your other camera shot there, uh, <laughs> Tom. Yeah, it looked a lot thinner from it that. Looks one. a lot thinner from that camera. <laughs> well, it seems good. That price is really good. That's cheap. that is yeah, yeah. Uh, and seems like a pretty decent phone for that price. So nice to see them. I guess some people really liked the old SE because it was even smaller. It was the iPhone five right. size. Right. So there's already a few grumblings of, but I want a cheap small iPhone. It's still small for a 4.7 inch screen. Like that's that's still small considering. Yeah, I guess you know what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of the Plus my wife has. It's definitely bigger than this thing. That's why this seems weird to me. And I was, yeah, if you had the iPhone 8 Plus and you're thinking of that as the iPhone 8, that would explain it because yeah, yeah. the iPhone 8 Plus will still be sold. Uh, this will re- will swap out the iPhone 8 from the catalog. Uh, not in all regions, but in, in some regions, you'll still be able to get the 8 Plus. I think there's still people that want a tiny... I mean, uh, there's always somebody, yes. right? But Actually, there's still people I know that want an 8. Um, we we put uh, Tristan's girlfriend on our family plan. Shh, don't tell anybody. But uh, she specifically wanted an 8. She did not want the newfangled... Um, no, I get that, but see that one's that one's bigger. I'm her. talking about people with like the five, the old five size. Who wants that oh. still? Who wants oh, yeah. that? Nobody wants that, right? Who wants that? Nobody, nobody wants that. People I mean, are refusing to admit that in our, in your own chat room. People are refusing to admit that three hundred ninety nine dollars is cheap. Oh, that's it's put next to the word iPhone. Why yeah. exactly? Yeah, if you you could, that's cheap by all smartphone standards. It's pretty, pretty. I mean, Metrics. there are yeah. cheaper phones out there, but they are not even close to this level of phone in right. most cases. Probably get a cricket. For or a at least they are. Well, you get some Motorola's. They'd all be Android phones, of course. But <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. Like, uh, so and the if, older OnePluses, what yeah. you would have called the 8, the OnePlus 7, 
Yeah. What people are thinking of, I think, when they see, they see that number and they think, ah, it's a lot of money, it's because they're used to going in and just signing up for a contract that means they don't pay $400 up front. And that's mm-hmm. still true possibly, of this. But possibly. I think it's hard when you see uh, new there, phones. And there are out. cheaper phones. They're just sure. they're not in the same class. But, but even but. when you look like a high-class phone or a higher-end phone and you go, oh, that's 800 something dollars. Geez, that's a lot. Well, it's always been kind of that. They just get subsidized. Like I guess my point is it's if you're looking at the raw price, unlocked, no contract, just get it, buy it as if you're buying a computer, for example, and not doing payments. They all seem expensive. Like I'm just saying, if OnePlus had come out with a $399 phone yesterday, everyone would have been raving about how cheap it was. Yeah, exa- it's my, yeah exactly mm-hmm. my point. And that was a better way of saying it. So thank you for doing that after I, <laughs> I talked for ever about a bad example. <laughs> Uh, but that's awesome. Three ninety nine. Get it, have it, go for it. And those other ones sound nice. It does feel like twenty nineteen. Phone announcements. Nothing. Phone announcements. Yeah. Right. We had a live phone announcement yesterday. Of course, we just had Apple drop this one at eleven a.m. Eastern today. But but still, new Apple phone out there. Yeah. It's a little little taste of the olden times. Do you think we're gonna get um spe- so? Any of these guys, like uh, Samsung or, or you know Apple, they always have their events and their stuff, and they get up and they do their stage presentations and that. Uh, one would assume that we'll still get a bunch of those this year. It'll just be Tim Cook well, by himself. Did one yesterday, yeah. Oh, they did that as a stage thing. Yeah, oh, just, I didn't know there that. wasn't anybody in the audience. Yeah. So they wanna, still got a stage and they had a live stream. stream. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to see it just to see how it feels. You know, like I don't know why you that's know fascinating to me. I just want to know how it feels. To it feels weird. It feels different. Yeah. You know, there's no two ways about it. Yeah, I, uh, there might be two, but there's certainly not three. You reminded me of a dream I had last night, but it's so dark. I don't think I want to tell this story. I may have to tell <laughs> you off air. It's a little dark. Well, no, you know what? I'll tell you because it was just a dream. It was a dream. <laughs> it doesn't dream. mean anything. So I'll, I'll, I'm a little nervous, but please. So carry this is on. what happened. Speaking of the COVID thing, I had heard last night somebody was saying somewhere in the range of twenty six thousand possible deaths so far, and that the counting's not entirely accurate. But that was right around where we were in the U.S., and it was a pretty gnarly number. And unfortunately, I kind of went to bed with that number in my head. Mm -hmm. And in my dream, subconsciously, I guess, I remembered that when I did the BlizzCon stage thing, there were about 26,000 people in that hall when I did it. Mm -hmm. And in my dream, I'm up in front of everybody doing the thing in the hall for BlizzCon, and suddenly everyone fades out of the... How dark is that? How weird is that to have a dream like that? That's pretty gnarly, right? That's uh, that, that's a stress dream for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't like that. And, and given that I I have done many a a, a current geek film fest episode where you uh, were obsessed <laughs> with how many people in the movie were dead, <laughs> it doesn't surprise yeah. me that that would be your dream. This doesn't shock Tom at all. Like I will if no. you if you put <laughs> you sit Scott down in front of anything made in the 30s or 40s, I cannot help it. I see that movie and I go, if this film yeah. if if movies were accurate to who's here still. It would not only nobody would be in the shot, it'd be empty, but there'd be nobody holding the camera because they're all dead. They've all died. <laughs> they're all they're all dead. And I don't know death. why that's so fascinating to me. But you know what it is? It's because it happens we, when I read a Shakespeare play too. I realize sure. he's dead. Yeah, and you, it's because you capture it. It's because of this. You, we in film specifically, you captured all this movement and life. Right, right. Now it is different. You're it's right. just a weird thing. With I know it's a me thing, but I can't help it. My brain's weird. I don't know why I think that way. Anyway. Hey, uh, hot tip, yeah. and not great for comparison's sake because it, it's a temporary situation, but, uh, oh, and now I've I've lost who said it. Oh. 
Um, someone pointed out that the Pixel 4 is on sale right now. Oh, Greg for Walkman. Oh. Uh, the mm. Pixel 4 is on sale for $499. Wow, that's so cheap, Brian. That to Tom. is cheap. <laughs> that's so cheap. Oh, my gosh. How are they selling it that cheaply? <laughs> I mean, that, that really is. I mean, that is a better phone yeah. than the iPhone SE. There's, yeah, there's, that there's, is actually a great phone for that there's price. There's no three ways about yeah, that. But uh, yeah. I don't know. It's fun to it's fun to play in this, this sandbox. No, but that, I mean, look if you're looking for a new phone, that's... That's a great bargain. Yeah, Pixel and 4 is great. Not, that, not a good sign for the sales of the Pixel 4 that they had to slash it. Well, does that? Oh, do you, I was going to ask, do you think it's, that's a sign of Pixel 4 sales, or is that a sign that the 5's on the, right around the corner? It may be that the XL is the one that's selling. Mm. Although, you can save $300 on the XL, too. So, that's... Oh. Yeah, they're just uh, they're just trying to move some move some units, I guess. Speaking of Pixels, I'm always tempted. Just this tempted. I don't know why. just always think about it, and there's no reason I should do this. But I always want to get that Pixel... Uh, Chromebook that they make. Mm. It's too much money. It's, uh, but I like it's the aluminum one I'm talking about. It's too much money. Chromebooks. I, I don't need a Chromebook, but for some reason I'm always tempted by the Pixel Chromebook thing, and I don't even know if they still sell it. Tempted by the Pixel Four. This thing's nice. Oh, look at you, cool, your shiny 4. tech. Oh, you've got one. Uh, yeah, fancy. I did not pay. I paid more than four hundred. Pulled it out of his Mister <laughs> Mitchell Pick uh, portal there. <laughs> now, Tom's got access to all things. <laughs> at, at like at arm's reach yeah i don't know how he does it tom how could, does he do it we could say to tom right now hey how's your george foreman grill and he could reach somewhere <laughs> that's the problem it, it, that ruins the magic trick if i take requests that's I can't true do that. that's right true. yes yeah. exactly it has to be just not all of a sudden oh you mean has this here to be out of nowhere right <laughs> no wonder schwood does shows with you he's just trying to get inside and find out how this is done it's impressive <laughs> oh man that guy that guy knows magic yeah, he knows he knows what's up um all right well this is great uh, later today on the daily tech news show i'll be on there and we're going to be talking more about these announcements plus other stuff in the world of tech uh, i'm very excited about it tom anything else before we go uh, yeah, uh, huge thanks to everybody who has picked up my novel Trigger uh, in the Pilot X universe, uh, starring Pilot X and his timeship Verity. Uh, if you have uh, read it, <clears throat> please review it. Uh, one of the, the best ways to help an author is to leave reviews. Uh, Goodreads anywhere, but Amazon in particular is a good place uh, to boost sales because so many people buy things on Amazon. So a bunch of people have reviewed it, and thank you for that. Uh, and really, 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 really appreciate it. So just uh, go to tomsnewbook.com. I'll take you right to the Amazon page. I think that that's a great idea, and I recommend doing it. Tom Merritt, everybody, Ace Detect on Twitter. We'll see you later today. Bye, Bye now. Bye-bye. 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 All right, Brian, now is yeah. the time to talk about entertainment. Oh, good. Yep. That's how it's going to go. We go from technology <clears throat> and phones and announcements and, no and why is that thing so small? And Nicole to not entertainment. Yep, and Nicole not being online. So let's see if we. Right, okay. <laughs> we may not somewhere, get her somewhere in Littleton. I just heard crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know they were in Littleton. I always liked the name of that town, Littleton. Mm -hmm. Littleton. Um, it's French for a little town. Let's see. <laughs> not French. I shall uh, text her real quick just to see what's up. Um. Mayhem going on in the Spagnolo house right now, I'm sure. Mark's mom! 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 The dog shit on the thing! Okay, we're waiting. We're holding. We're doing it. I'm going to pause the show here. Here we go. Whoops. There it is. Today, it's you and I. It's me and you. Just you and I. Just you and I. It's hard to sing that over the 
the Hollywood music. Over the right, it's it's loud Hollywood music. Dang, yeah. dang. That's your right. In your well, heart. Good thing I have a couple uh, uh, recommendals today. Oh, uh, very nice. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, okay, so let's do. Yeah, you know what? This is perfect. You did do two today. This is great. I did. I did do two today. So right. there you go. This is great. Okay. Well, now I feel better about everything. Brian, let's start with you. We talk about stuff that streams that we like that we recommend. And uh, Brian has seen plenty, man. So tell us about your first one. Seen it all. So this first one is a series, um, one season, and uh, it's kind of the comedy that we all need right now. And especially for those who enjoyed something that also uh, came out a couple years ago that we wish there was more of, but there's only two seasons of that. All right. I like this. This is intriguing. Here we go. Look, she has found love with Brian. I cannot begrudge her that. Your pain is so beautiful. Thank you. Have you been in touch with Cara? Yes. <clears throat> she sent me a photo of her garden. Her front garden? Uh, no, although she does have a lovely little front garden. But I only paid attention to the back garden. More space for aggressive seeding and such. It was uh, rather a weekend passion of mine. Mm. Can we see a picture of her back garden? Of course, if you like that sort of thing. Here are the lovely camellias. Oh, that's gorgeous. You can just make out that climbing rose blossoming through the sweet peas. What's that? That's Brian, jumping through the sprinkler in front of the chrysanthemums. He is very... Hairy, yes. I haven't that gift, I'm afraid. (laughs) I have no idea what this is. Zero. But I like it. Uh, So one of the voices you heard there is uh, Phoebe Phoebe Waller-Bridge. why, Wall- why am I forgetting her name? Phoebe Waller-Bridge, right? Waller-Bridge. Yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah. Um, this is another one of the shows that she wrote called Crashing. Mm. And it's about a group of people who um, are almost almost squatters in an old uh, abandoned hospital. Like they're using it as apartments. Mm. Um, about uh, a dozen people living in this, in this uh, uh, hospital, taking up wings and stuff like that. Sure. And uh, she plays an, uh, a friend, an, uh, a long forgotten friend of one of the characters who decides to move in to the, uh, the hospital, much to the chagrin of the, uh, the guy's new girlfriend, because mm-hmm. he kind of has a little bit of a thing for her and she has a little bit of a thing for him. Sure. Um, it is hilarious. It's one season and I think it's like eight episodes. This is something you can watch. You can binge watch the entirety of in about four hours. It's on Netflix. It's called Crashing. And if you like Fleabag, uh, you'll love this. Love this is Fleabag. that same that same kind of humor as Fleabag. Nice. I didn't know she wrote it as well. I'd heard about her being in it. I thought it was just another project because she's an actress and lots of stuff. She is. She yeah. doesn't necessarily write, but I didn't know that. She. I think yep. she's hilarious. So I'm. I'm she all is. in. There's a there was a Fleabag um, live performance that uh, you could stream on Amazon last week. Tina, I haven't watched it yet, but we're going to rent it as soon as we get a chance. And it's it's basically her one woman production of Fleabag, which is what spawned the TV show. Mm. And um, uh, I, I find her completely hilarious. I think she's great. Uh, is it, so that means, wait, so this, was this originally like a BBC thing and Netflix just has it or is yes. it? Okay. Yeah, it was a BBC thing. Netflix picked it up and I think there was uh, an attempt at an American version of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there we go. Ken Kipper found a link to it, but it's nothing. I don't know if it's, if it's, really about the same thing as the the bbc one the british one. Oh, I see. um yeah there we go it's uh no the one the one on hbo is a um 
Judd Apatow thing. Uh, uh, and not, it has nothing to do with crashing the British. T-6. Not related. Oh, that's too funny because now we have two crashings that are unrelated. And right. We have two crashes right. that are unrelated. Those two movies, exactly. Crash and Crash. <laughs> right, Crash and Crash. Yeah. Six, only six episodes. Three hours, you've watched it all, you've laughed, and you can move on with your life and you'll probably uh, find it absolutely hilarious. Right. So I'm into it. Uh, so check yep. that out. All right, give me your number two here. Uh, number two is a movie and a little bit of a cheat here because we spent uh, $5 to rent this thing, but it's something that we've wanted to see and... Um, and it just appeared on rentals, and it's time to do a little a little renting. All right, a rental mental mental rental mental rental mental mental mental. All right, here it is. Bill was right. You love people like me. What are people like you? I've never met anyone like you in my entire life. Oh. Broken people. I don't think you were broken. I know you are a man of conviction. A person who knows the difference between what is wrong and what is right. Try to remember that your relationship with your father also helped to shape those parts. He helped you become what you are. Uh, that's the Mr. Rogers deal. That's exactly what it is. A beautiful day in the neighborhood and now available to rent for four or five bucks, depending on where you get it, Amazon or Apple TV or whatever. Um, it is such a sweet film. And what I really, really like about it is mm. that it would have been so easy for Tom Hanks to do a parody of, um, of Fred Rogers voice. Yeah. Hello children. How are you today? You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> kind of the thing that we've always heard and sure. Sure. the parody of that voice. But he just figures out how Mr. Rogers communicates and 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 acts that as opposed to trying to sound like Fred Rogers. Oh, I like um, that. It is such a sweet film. And once you see it, you realize why Tom Hanks was nominated for Best Supporting Actor and not Best Actor for it. And won, of course. Sure. And he's not um, the main... Uh, uh, he's not the main... Yeah. It, it Even though it's about... Uh, um, a reporter who goes to interview Mr. Rogers, like 70% of the film is more about this, this reporter than it is about Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers is the focus point, kind of the, the thing that, um, that connects everything, but, uh, sure. um, it's, it is really, really good and definitely worth your $5 rental. Where'd you rent it? Uh, we rented it from Apple TV and okay. watched it, uh, watched it there. Just the uh, Rainbow Bright in the chat room, by the way, says finally watched Parasite. Uh, it was a very good movie. Also funnier than I thought it would be. Yeah. Uh, Rainbow Bright is, uh, is fantastic. Yeah. I'm sorry. Rainbow Bright is fantastic, yes. but Parasite is what I meant to say is fantastic. Everybody also. go home and watch Rainbow Bright tonight. It's go watch Rainbow Bright and, uh, you can rent her for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's, she's available for a very small fee. Don't worry about it. All right. Uh, here's my clip. Let's see if you can figure it out. Okay. It's probably going to be easy. I also think we've already recommended this, but I don't care. We're doing reruns in our house. So here it is. I need that bed. Why? Because I need it. Why? Because if someone were to break in here in the middle of the night wanting to murder us, they would attack this bed first. So I need this bed. So you're saying that you want me to get murdered first in front of you? And then what would you do? Would you just run away and leave me to bleed out on the floor? Uh, sort of. That was the plan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that it is that yeah the, that's I the clip it. that's the whole Shit's thing. creek man i love the the interplay between 
um <laughs> david and uh, uh what, what is his sister's name uh, uh oh geez name made me forget it hold on alexis yeah. alexis his sister alexis, alexis. right yeah. oops and there's i know my thing went off cancel yeah i hate that about that show that's the only <laughs> problem the, with that is show the last season available on um netflix now no i think it's next week is it um, okay cool i think next week it lands somewhere sometime soon um but they have aired their finale up in canada and now we're just waiting for it here uh kim and i cannot wait for it because i think that show is a gift and we this is like our fourth watch through um we just love it it never gets old it's just always good i love it i love it i love it so it, i know we've recommended it before but yeah. Shit's creek available uh in full until this final season i guess um or minus that over on netflix had a really great run it's the perfect length i think that's just enough seasons um like you know always funny a, a weird sweetness about it you mm-hmm. get to see these these comedians that we followed our whole lives freaking eugene levy and Catherine o'hara are just still on top of their game in their freaking 70s totally and they're so good yeah. and they they're so funny and there's so much awkward humor in it that yeah it's sometimes a little stressful <laughs> not yeah. but not in a way it's an it's an endearing kind of stress and yeah. I, I love chris elliott in this who's also you know i know usually and he's he can be hit or miss like yeah. sometimes a little bit of chris elliott goes a long way yeah. they use the perfect amount of chris elliott they do thing. and the, the lady that plays jocelyn his wife is so freaking good <laughs> like she's really everybody's good. great and the fact that these are you know two of these people two of the actors in this movie are G- eugene levy's kids Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically Dan, Daniel Levy is who plays David, uh, is like the showrunner and writer of this thing. Like he's like the main push behind it mm-hmm. and watching them work together is so much fun. His daughter that works at the restaurant is great. <laughs> she is great. Yeah. And once you finally discover that she's also a Levy, it's like, Oh my God, she's so dang funny. She's really yeah. funny. And they're just, they just all jive together. And I love this idea. Speaking of, you know, I think of time in weird ways. We were talking about like black and white movies and everyone's dead or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. also I get this vibe when I see like Catherine O'Hara acting with David in a funny scene where she's his mom and she's he, hers his son. And all I can think of is there was a time in the 80s mm-hmm. when Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy were working together at SCTV or doing something else and yeah. she would come to the house and hang out with little tiny Daniel. Who's just right. a little baby then running around a little right. two year old like that kind of juxtaposition to me is is really weird and funny and I I love it it's just a wonderful time and probably bring him to cast parties and meet John Candy and yeah. Martin Short and all the other SCTV yeah it's yeah. just a, it's just a wonderful thing I don't know what it is about Canadian television but everything Canada makes makes me feel mm-hmm. good I get that vibe from this I get it from Kim's convenience. Kim's convenience. I even mm-hmm. get it from Trailer Park Boys. And you're going to say, what? Are you kidding? That's like crude and rude and loud and sweary and all that. There's there's a weird heart in it. There's like mm-hmm. heart in the things they make that you don't get in other places. And I can't explain it, but it's just something about you you Canadians and your freaking television that just gets me every time. Letter Kenny, same thing. Letter Kenny is like raw and ridiculous, but has just a little bit of heart in it. It's just crazy. Beachcombers is that a good one? I haven't heard of that. What's Beachcombers? I haven't heard of that. I'd check that out. Beachcombers. Yeah. Checking to see is. I wonder if SCTV is streaming anywhere. Oh, I don't know. There's a talk of a. Where did I read this rumor? A like talk a of a reunion, like where they would all just kind of get together and wrap around a. Maybe this is before COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my gosh, I saw irritated this morning. I saw a little bit of news this morning. I won't say who it was because I don't want to get in trouble. But I heard somebody somebody, <laughs> somebody wants to uh, is defunding uh, the World Health Organization. No, it wasn't that, it wasn't that person? But let's say it's somebody related to them or works with them who said they're mad at the World Health Health Organization because like basically they said, look, we're at COVID nineteen. Where were they for one through eighteen? It doesn't work that way. <laughs> It doesn't they work really that way. Good, there really wasn't any good character development until episode 19. Until COVID-19, that's when you really see some great uh, acting and great uh, yeah. great performances. There are no these aren't sequels. I'll just tell you who it was. It was Kellyanne Conway and of course all those idiot reporters didn't call her on it, but how do you say that with a straight face? She did not really. Did she yes, really she say said like, that out loud? Where were they for COVID's one through eighteen? Yeah, what, she's like, we're already up to nineteen. Where were they for the other ones? Like justifying the thing. Like, are you <laughs> are you kidding me? And are people dumb enough to buy that? And then my brain went, yes, they are, Scott. Sometimes they are that dumb. Yeah. I just I couldn't believe it when I heard it. I was like, are you kidding me? I gotta <sighs> stop. I've been on a news fast, so some of these are hitting me hard when I see them. It's like, oh yeah, right. Everyone's dumb. I forgot. I forgot how dumb this is. We're so dumb. Back on the fast. Back on the fast. All right. Uh, Let's be uh, done with the show here. Uh, Oh, I got a, (laughs) I have a Scott plays. I guess we got to hear it. You want to hear it? Yeah. Let's cause this will, this will, this will end with a happy note. Yeah. This will take that. This will take that stuff out of my head. So this comes from Jamie, of course. And Uh uh, he, (laughs) this is from my first, uh, I did part two yesterday. Uh, but this is the first part of my playthrough of Resident Evil 3. Uh, John Jagger's hanging out with me, so you'll hear his voice a little bit. And, uh, well, you know what you're going to get, so enjoy. That was almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost a Jill sandwich. No, 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 not now. Not this, not now. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no, 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 no. This seems bad. Probably gonna want to use your. <laughs> Get off there, Francine. Go in the room. Oh, shit. Shit, shit. Shitty, shit. <laughs> shit. I hate this game. I hate it already. <laughs> Die, piece of shit. <laughs> what? Did I just jam that in my pants? I, 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 I did the oh. thing. Get off of me, a hole, butthole. Oh, go, go. Ah! Run. Okay, run. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, there's two of them. F this. Go down, you big, fat, disgusting monster turd. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, die, you ignoramus. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, they're so jibbly jobbly. Jibbly jobbly? <laughs> yeah, where they like. I'm sick of these damn jibbly jobbly <laughs> zombies. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! <laughs> you dick. Run! <laughs> I thought I could stab him. Dude, did you know he was going to be in there? Damn it. Oh, shit. I'm turned around. I'm turned around. Run. Run, you dumbass. No. You might want uh, a shotgun. Oh, 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 oh. Well, that was a good <laughs> Go down, Rufus. Shit. I'm going to shoot him in the penis. <laughs> what is she seeing? Oh, shit. What is it? Oh, no, no, no. Get the gun out. Get the gun out. Oh. <laughs> Ew. Oh, dude, that is sick. That is bullshit. Get the gun out, you shithead. That's bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Gosh dang it, you piece of shit. Get off of me. Oh. No, 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 no. Get it. Get it, shit. Oh. Open the door. Frick. Oh, shit. 
was Jill's actual reaction to bugs. She just keeps letting out little farts. <laughs> ah, my gosh. All right, look, if if you think that's great, and maybe some of you do, then stick or, uh, come here on Tuesday nights and uh, be scared, okay? Because, my gosh, that game. <laughs> Seriously, Brian. It's just, uh, uh, it's more jumpy. It. Like, Resident Evil 7 is is jumpy, but there's also a lot of really unsettling things in it, right? It's just scary right. and weird and ugh, it's, like, creepy. Uh, f- Resident Evil 2 Remake, was a kind of a mix of the two of those things. This thing is all jumps all the time. Just wrong moment. Oh my gosh, there's a guy in my face. <laughs> one of the worst, in fact, they just put the clip in the chat. One of the worst moments in this game for me was a dude, just a dude in a shirt showed up and just scared me so bad. Just because he comes around the corner watching it now. Yeah, he scared me so bad. Oh my gosh. So lots of jump scares in three. I never played three in the first place either, so I'm not prepared for any of this stuff. Uh, but anyway, uh, do they have the same uh, voice actors as they did? Uh, the no, 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 no. They redo oh, all that stuff. Too bad. Yeah, all these got redone. I mean, the the only the one with the best terrible voice acting was always one. Anyway, from from two old school two and forward, they always got better. But uh, if if they were ever to do the full three D treatment of this thing, kind of the way this these have been remade and did that mm-hmm. with one, it would be great if you had a button you could click or an option you could turn on that would just be the old ass dialogue. Uh, versus That'd the new stuff. Jill yeah. sandwich. Jill. Yeah. Barry. Like you just have so much Jill. fun with it. Jill. See, wait, Jill. Wait, we gotta test it. Hold on. Let's see if you're Jill. still on. Okay, give me one. Give me one more, Jill. Jill. Okay, now we'll do. It. Jill. <laughs> Jill. That's a little closer. Jill. Because it takes longer. Jill. 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 <laughs> I heard four is next, Dice Tomato. I heard that's the next remake. And then eight is being made, and eight will eight will surely make me poopy myself. So wow. looking forward to that. All right. Uh, thanks for enduring right. that. Brian, tell me about Coverville today. That's today? Yeah, Coverville. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Coverville today, 1 p.m. Mountain Time. We're going to be doing a tribute to John Prine, who passed away last week uh, due to coronavirus, and a tribute to, not really a tribute, a birthday uh, cover story for Richie Blackmore of deep purple and richie blackmore's rainbow uh who turned 75 yesterday it's still with us richie blackmore nice and contributed to that uh horrible william shatner uh rocket man album that he released a couple of years ago so you'll hear a track from that featuring richie blackmore nice i like that uh yeah. t- tune in today one o'clock is that when you do it one one o'clock one p.m mountain time uh twitch.tv slash coverville excellent in the meantime, yeah. folks, if you like what you hear today, uh, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash TMS. If you're looking for anything else, we're over at frogpants.com slash TMS. We'll be back tomorrow with a uh, usual Thursday lineup, so tune back in then. We'll now leave you with a song that Brian has prepared. Brian? We will. This one goes out to another Brian. Might be the hairy Brian that jumps through the garden. Uh, hey, guys, one year ago, you played a cover of one of my favorite Iron Maiden songs, Fear of the Dark to listen to on my commute in to my start uh, in to start my new job well i now celebrate my one-year anniversary at that job and while i'm working from home rather than the office i'm hoping you can help celebrate this milestone with a cover of my second favorite iron maiden song thanks for what you guys do to entertain us through crazy times how about a booby oh i think i have that sort of handy hold on here let's see how about a booby 
bound a booby. Um, oh, come on. How did I spell booby? How about just, a booby? Just put boob. Oh, here we go. Find it. This is the more. No, nope, that's the long one. Uh, <laughs> that's the uh, Fletcher version. Yeah, let's see. You want uh, spring break boobies? No. I, oh, here. The morning. No. Dream. No. Booby traps. No. Gosh dang it. Is it How under a- Veronica? Oh, here it is. How about a booby? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Ver- oh, this one we're looking for is Veronica's one, right? The Veronica one, yeah. Okay. Hold on to your butts, everybody. We got Veronica right here. All right. Boobies. Uh, how about a booby? We got a booby here. Ah, this should be a lot easier to find than I thought it is. There it is. How about a booby? Got it. Oh, jeez. Uh, Excellent. All right. Anyway. Boobs should not be that hard to find. No. I agree. Yeah. Uh, this is a cover of the song by Iron Maiden called Aces High, done by Steven Seagulls. Love these guys. They put out an album in 2016 called Brothers in Farms, still keeping with that weird um, Scandinavian, I think Scandinavian or uh, Swedish or whatever um uh vibe of uh bluegrass kind of a swedish bluegrass mm. here are steven seagulls with their cover of aces high finnish bluegrass there we go whoops sorry say that last part again oh it's finnish bluegrass not swedish bluegrass. oh okay <laughs> you said the end and then i started playing and then you still said a thing and i didn't want i didn't want to cut you off uh no, all right that. there it is here's your song here's your song and uh song. we'll see you tomorrow
start first and then turn away. Roll over, spin round and come in behind them. Move to their blind sides and firing again. Bandits at eight o'clock moving behind us. 10 ME 109 out of the sun. Scanning and turning our spitfires to face them. Heading straight for them, I press down my guns. Rolling, turning, diving. Rolling, turning, diving. Going in again. Rolling, turning, diving. Rolling, turning, diving. Run, leave to fly. Fly to live. Do or die. Oh, to run, leave to fly. Fly to live. Aces This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Well, see you later.